Do you need more motivation for your next workout? Are you dreading having to paint that guest bedroom? Maybe you're driving in the car and the kids are driving you crazy. Or maybe, you know, you're driving yourself crazy in your daily commute and you're looking to add a little bit more excitement. This is what I do. I listen to audiobooks. With audiobooks, you can listen to your favorite author or the newest bestseller and give your routine a fresh new perspective. Visit tryaudiobooks.com for free downloads. They even provide suggestions for what to listen to while you cook or when you're in the garden. There's something there for everyone. Visit tryaudiobooks.com. Find what you like. They've got Game of Thrones to Star Wars to John Grisham to Lee Child, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. World War Z, I mean, so much more. Visit tryaudiobooks.com today and start listening. It's Topics, the podcast where two comedians discuss serious topics in a serious way. Although, if something funny happens, that's okay too. I'm Michael Ian Black, joined as always by Michael Showalter. Hi, Michael. Hi. We've got a terrific episode today. Mm-hmm. A very rich, very full episode that I can't wait to start unpacking. Before mm-hmm. we get to it, though, let me just quickly go over some of the rules of the road for topics. Rule number one, of course, there are no rules. Uh, we have a we have a, uh, a uh, what is it called? A, a uh, what is it a, called? A, the, a, a guideline. Yes. My goodness. I, I hope my brain's firing a little bit quicker than that for the duration of the podcast. A guideline, which is we try to cover 80% of any given topic, which leads to our recommendation, which is for the percentage that we don't cover, we encourage you and your study groups to fill in the rest. Mm-hmm. Any- and uh, well, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to ask you if you had anything to add to that. Oh no, just that um, two things. Just that um, we've been hearing uh, a lot about some of these practicums uh, that have been happening, and and the practicums are when more than one study group gets together, um, and then they nominate. Uh, one or more members of the study group to put on a presentation. Um, so we've been hearing about how now these study groups are forming these clusters that are then doing practicums. Um, so, you know, go to the forums and the message boards and find study groups in your area because I'm hearing that the practicums are just really fun and extremely uh, informative. And then also, of course, the first ever – uh, topic study group retreat is happening in July and that's going to be in the Pine Barrens and we're going to uh, mostly do you know study groups but we're also of course going to have uh, volleyball and a talent show and a lot some live music and it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, for those of you who are wondering there will be vegan options available Yes, uh, it actually will be mostly vegan options uh, because well, you had said that you were talking about we were going to be doing a lot of grain, yes, um, bulgur wheat and, and millet, millet, and I know that um, we're doing a whole wild rice day. Yeah, um, it, I, I think it's just going to be a great event, and um, the registration fee is I think it's reasonable if. Um, if you if you look at the registration and you think I can't do that, but I really want to come, um, we do have a well. There's uh, scholarships and grants available. Yeah, and there's also a financial aid program. 
So um, we we want to make sure that that you that you know your presence is 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 needed and taken seriously. And if you can't afford the registration fee, that that's fine too. You can come to the. Uh, we'll take care of that. And you, we do ask that if you do apply for the grants or the scholarships or any of the financial aid packages that you work at the retreat a couple hours a day doing, uh, well, there's, the- there's groundskeeping, there's, uh, there's housekeeping that needs to be taken care of. There's, uh, cooking that needs to be done. You know, there's no, there's no shortage of activities for you to fill your time and pay off your debt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one quick little piece of housekeeping regarding the practicums, uh, because this has caused some confusions on the forums and message boards. Practicums should be formatted on uh, pages, the Apple word processing mm-hmm. uh, software. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is how they were originally formatted, and it just makes things much easier if we all work off the same kind mm-hmm. of software. So if you could just use pages, mm-hmm. not Microsoft Word, that would really help out everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. if, it's, if this is starting to sound uh, a little legalistic... I apologize. <laughs> I'm hearing a knowing chuckle from you, Michael. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's funny how things uh, interconnect and the synapses between uh, one thing and the other, these connections get made. And yes. I just think it's uh, it's it's apropos of uh, today's topic that we would be having such um, – uh, fine print discussion. Ah, yes, exactly right. Uh, and always read the fine print. Uh, it's advice that is oft said, uh, rarely heeded. But today I think maybe you will start to appreciate that advice a little bit more as we delve into today's topic, the law, questions of tort reform, the judiciary process, habeas corpus, and beyond. Well, let's start the conversation, Michael, with a kind of 35,000-foot view Mm -hmm. of the Mm -hmm. topic, and I'm Mm going to let you handle that. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, uh, it's such a big topic. It's such a – it really gets to the essence of what makes us human beings. Yes. And not just human doing. Yes. humans doing um, because at the very root of questions of law are questions of ethics I think and questions of morality and uh, the very essential um, questions of the nature of good and evil mm. and how do we legislate that? How do we uh, build a framework for society where we are living by a certain set of rules that keeps us functioning versus a more an- anarchic uh in our in an anarchy system. Mm. Well, you're speaking of barbarism, of course. You're speaking of barbarism. I, I'm speaking of barbarism, of yes. course. And you know, we come from. Well, I think what you said was apt, and I, I want to unpack it just a wee bit because in trying to codify our behavior as a society and there's that word, that word society. society from the latin soci yes 
and the Russian Sochi mm-hmm. in trying to codify our actions as a society. That word. Yes, that, that, that word. word. There it is again. The word society. Yes. There it is again. Yes. We're going to keep tripping over it, I'm afraid. Uh, this word society, in trying to codify that, what we immediately bump into is the eternal question, what is best for the individual versus what is best for the collective? collective. Yes. Yes. And all kinds of civilization, uh, civilizations have attempted to answer this question in various ways. Mm-hmm. And in attempting to codify them, they have come up with what we now call laws. Laws. And, uh, you know, of course, there was the great utopian movements of the 19th century in our very own country. The the Shaker communities and yes, the yes, yes. the Oneida communities yes. and uh, you know in in in, in many respects uh, what they were looking for was a utopian society where that in many ways exposed some of the inherent flaws in this societal. Uh, oh, and there's, ru- there, there's that word again. That society. word, societal rubric, yes, yes. Uh, the rubric that we've uh, developed. And the the reality, Mike, is that it's flawed. Yeah, well, it's a false rubric, isn't it? It's a false rubric. Yes, I mean, it's 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 paradigmatically fractured, isn't it? It it, it isn't it. Uh, and, 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 so and that's the tension. That's the tension that you feel in the law. Inherently, that yes. is the tension. It is an inherent tension. And once tort reform enters into the conversation, I mean, that the tort reform is, is there to say, uh, how do we fix this? Yes. How do we, how do we uh, patch up uh, these cracks, yes. these, fish, these fissures? Well, some people say maybe we shouldn't fix it. Maybe we should tear it down and start building anew. Well, and that's what I mean when I'm talking about these utopian societies that, yes. sp- that were springing up in the 19th century. I speak of uh, the Shaker communities and yes. the Oneida, yes. Oneida communities. Yes, yes, yes. And we can even look further back, if we so desire, all the way to the days of the wise King Solomon. King Solomon, I was gonna just going to say that. Who uh, was, a f- was famous for his sense of justice. And everything he touched turned to gold. Yes. It turned immediately turned to gold. Yes, and we can question now, when King Solomon uh, turned things to gold, was, was that literal or was that metaphoric? Mm-hmm. And of well, course, we, we know now that it was literal. Right. I mean, we, we, we've been asking these kinds of questions for centuries. Is, is there such a thing? Uh, did the Red Sea part? Right. Did that actually happen? Right, right, right. Did the Red Sea part, or is it, or is it as you say, a metaphor, that word? Right. Oh, that word, metaphor. Metaphor from the Russian, uh, for the word to meta, meaning, yeah. meaning more, and for, meaning about. Yes. It... The Bible, I want to talk about the Bible, because both of these figures, the, 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 the Hebrew Moses and the Hebrew Solomon, appear in the Old Testament, and both of them great leaders, both of them prophets, both of them with a sense of justice and duty to their people. Where does that law come from, that sense of righteousness, that sense of... 
jurisprudence. Mm -hmm. Some would say it's divinely inspired, but some would say it comes from trial and error, the, mm. the, the battles we fight as a society. Mm. And again, mm. there's that word society mm. that only through uh, careful application of these laws and these rules that we try to codify into our mm. society. Well, can we well, even, yes. Well, you, you know, I mean, we've been debating this, this, this question for centuries, haven't we? We really. I have. mean, this this question of of right and wrong, and the real, the, the you know, the fundamental uh, question of of man's ability to differentiate mm. uh, between between right and wrong, and and if God is, if if there really is a God, if there really is this all knowing being, why did He give us these flaws? Why are not we perfect mm. uh, beings? Like the like like some futuristic vision of an alien for life form that can do no wrong, but the other. Well, you raise an interesting question, of course, because you say you say uh, he and you say form, and of course, the Bible tells us that we are created in God's image, which raises the question: Is God Himself flawed? Does God Himself need law? Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I think you see this is 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 evidenced in the stories of Ab Adam and Eve, the very first biblical story, uh, that he gave us the right to choose, didn't mm, he? He really did, didn't he? He gave us the right of choice. Now, as an aside, um, I think it's important for some of our, our our more feminist listeners to 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 know that when we say he. That is just, that's a construction of language. And of course, my, not, neither Michael nor I know the gender of God. Absolutely We not. could just as easily say she, and maybe we should. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, or, or, or it. We uh, could say it. Yes. Uh, I, you know, he is such a restrictive word because personally, I don't. I don't think of God as a he. I don't think well, of God as a man it, with a long white beard. Well, it's so patriarchal yes. and hegemonic. Yes, yes. It's it's no. it's, it's it's grievously hegemonic, and mm. and so I apologize on behalf of uh, my fellow men. Uh, well, you and, were and that's saying, a long overdue apology, by the way. And I interrupted you, Mike, because you were saying uh, you were talking about this this sort of uh, extremely. Uh, popularized vision yes. of God as this man uh, with a long white beard. And I think I interrupted you. I didn't know if you finished saying what you were well, getting at there. I'll briefly conclude by saying that it's a very Western idea of God, mm -hmm. isn't it? it, it is it? It is, and I don't think that God is a man with a long white beard who's you know sitting on a throne. Oh, that's so interesting. I want you to 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 pause on that and just elaborate. Yes. Now, do you want me to pause or do you want me to elaborate? I I want you to unpause and now start elaborating. Very good. I think that God and. You know, you know that I don't subscribe to a particular religion, but I consider myself spiritual. Does that make sense? Well, but you were you were you were raised Jewish. Yes. You uh, did you have a bar mitzvah? I did not. 
Mm. Um, and I still consider myself culturally a Jew. Yes, yes, yes. Well, your, your sense of humor. Yes. And your, 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 My love of money. Your love of money yes. and your unwillingness to lend lend money. And, well, I will. Or, or, but, well, you're willing, but you charge interest, your high interest. interest high yes. interest. Yeah. Um, you're good with money is yes. the reality. You're, yes. no, it's not just that you well, love it, thank but you. you're good with it. Your investments and uh, – Thank you. And you've been bugging me for years about the well, – I, I owe you a couple hundred dollars apparently. I have no – you haven't shown me any receipts or well, proof. because that. it was a very, you know, by, by your leave lending of money, which is something I've since forsworn. And so although I was born into this religion, I don't consider myself religious. I don't believe in organized religion. I think right. of myself as spiritual. Yes, yes, And in yes, that way, yes. I think that God – and tell me if this makes sense or not, can be anything. God mm. surrounds us. God can be, yes. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing an image here at random, but I think it's, a, it's an apt one, a leaf on a tree. Uh, that's, that's exactly how I think of it too. I, I think God can be so many things. It could be a leaf on a tree. It could be the sound that a wind chime makes. yes. Yes, I it, know exactly what you mean. It could be uh, a babbling brook. Mm. I often think of the sound that water makes as it runs over the little pebbles in mm. a brook. And I think, is that God? Right. Right. So powerful. Maybe you're just bored. You know, you, 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 you listen to the same stuff, the same Bon Jovi tracks over and over again. And they're great Bon Jovi tracks, but you've heard them all again and again and again, and you're looking for something different. Um, the, the new music isn't doing it for you. The Lady Gaga, the, uh, the, 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 the whatever the kids are listening to. I don't even know what they listen to anymore. Maybe you're tired of music in general. You need a break from the oomch, Do what I did. Try audiobooks. With audiobooks, you know, you, you can listen to your favorite author or you can listen to the newest bestseller and you, it, it's like you're giving your ears something new to eat. You, it's food for your ears. Visit tryaudiobooks.com for free downloads. Yes, free downloads. They even provide suggestions for what to listen to while you cook or when you're in the garden. Uh, all kinds of suggestions. You know, there's something for everyone. So, Try audiobooks.com. Visit them. Find what you like. From Game of Thrones to Star Wars, from John Grisham to Lee Child. They've got The Wolf of Wall Street on there. They've got World War Z on there. So much more. Thousands more. Visit tryaudiobooks.com today and start listening. But returning now to, to questions of tort reform, the judiciary process, habeas corpus, and beyond. He gave us the right to choose. Yes. He gave us free will, didn't he? Yes, he did. Or she, didn't she? It. Yes. Although, at the same time, Moses went to the top of... Well, he went to Nineveh, didn't he? Yes, he went to Nineveh, where God said uh, unto Moses, write this down. And Moses wrote down what we now know as the Constitution. Constitution. And on the Constitution, it says, thou shalt not kill. Mm -hmm. uh, thou shalt honor thy mother and father and others. I mean, th there's other, well, well, there's it, other it, laws. It has, it has 
thou shalt not kill, uh, honor thy mother and father. Um, uh, uh, I think it talks about uh, the right to to bear arms, to bear arms, to to vote. Yes, and so Moses came down from the mountain. Yes. And showed it to his people, and he said, "This is what God told me." These, 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 this, this piece of paper I hold before you, right? The scroll, and this, this, this scripture, yes. And the people said, "Ah, now ah, we have law. laws. Now we have no free will because we have will. to follow these laws." Yes. So, who are we now? Right. What are we now? And and you know the answer, right? Jews. Now we're cast into the desert. Was that I the was answer? Go- I was going to say, now we are, and here's that word again, a society. Oh, there's that word. Yes. We're no longer barbarians. Yes, there's that word, society. And from the, so- from the, from the Russian Sochi. root word, soche. And so this society- That w- word. Yes, wandered through the desert- until they settled in Israel, where they founded a nation based on uh, Talmudic law. Mm-hmm. And it's from this Talmudic law that all of Western culture was founded. Now, that's not the same as Eastern culture, of course. And as you Which know. So, well, it's a fact. Go, yes. Well, just I'm a student of Eastern yes, culture yes, and yes. thought. Well, you're a Taoist and a Puist. Yes, um, I'm and, 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 and I'm a dabbler, obviously, because I, as I said, well, I don't believe in organized religion, but I am very spiritual. Yes, I mean you're not a you're not a Tibetan monk sitting no. up in his in his treehouse. I'm not a lama in his uh, pursery yes. with, the, with his legs crossed. Yes, although I have great admiration for the Dalai Lama, mm. who is such a he's powerful... So, so wise. Very wise. He? He's a very wise. Have you, ever, have you ever sat with him? I've never had an audience with the Dalai Lama, uh, although I'm a, I'm a great fan of the films of Richard Gere. Mm-hmm. And and uh, uh, Ad Rock, I believe, uh, of the of the Beastie Boys, yes, was a, was a real devotee. Is a devotee, yes, of the Dalai Lama, yes. And I often think to myself, what would I say to such a man? And I, I I've come up with an answer, and it's a two word answer. And I wonder if you could guess what it is. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is that what it was? That is right. Yes. I wonder if maybe you're uh, more in tune with your spiritual side than you let on. Um, well, I, I try to cultivate my spirituality and I try to uh, rise above society and create my own laws, my own principles. Well, so let's, let's, let me dip my beak into that for a moment. When you say create your own laws, what do you mean by this? Well, I just think that uh, in many ways, you talk about barbarism, and in many ways I feel like society today is quite barbaric, isn't it? Well, I, you know, I don't know. In what way? Well, just the me, the, the way in which everyone is so me-centered. Yes, and, the kind of, um, the selfie more, generation. More, yes, more, more, more. Mm. Uh, me, me, me. More, me, more, me, more. Me, me, more, more, more. Me, 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 me. Give me more. Yes, uh, I want more. Mm. 
um, how can I, how can I get that? Yes. Uh, how can uh, I get more? How can I get more of that? Yes. Give me, give me that. Yes. I want, I want it. That word want. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. right. Yes. He that has word. it. I want it. He has it. I want it. I want to keep up with the Joneses. Yes. What do they have? What kind of car do they drive? Right. What uh, kind of a car do they have in their driveway? Right. What model of Dell computer are they uh, writing on? Yeah. What are, are they, uh, you know, where do they buy their sweaters? Do yes. they buy their sweaters at on Fifth Avenue or on uh, downtown? Sixth Avenue. Sixth Avenue. Right. Which avenue? For, the, for those, well, for those of you that are, are familiar with New York, if they're buying their sweaters on Fifth Avenue, they're going to be spending a lot more money for their sweaters than if they're buying their sweaters on Sixth Avenue. Yes, and and and, and Sixth Avenue is saying I want to be Fifth Avenue, and Fifth That's Avenue right. is saying I want to, want to be Madison yes. Avenue, and Madison Avenue. I want to be Park saying, Avenue. Park Avenue. And, and Park cetera, Avenue is saying I want to be Columbus Avenue. Yes. Columbus Avenue is saying I want to be Amsterdam. Yes, and all of these avenues having this cross talk uh, as they go cross town. And of course, it's circular in nature because Amsterdam wants to be Fifth Avenue, and it goes around. That's and around. right. That's right. And 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 where 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 does it? It's 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 well, it's a Mobius uh, strip, isn't well, it? It's it a doesn't Mobius end. Strip. It's a Mobius strip. It's a, or it's it's a giant game of of duck duck goose, isn't it? It really is. And then we get into the judiciary process, and we say, to whom does the process serve? Does For it whom serve? does the bell toll? Well, now you're getting into a whole other conversation about Hemingway. And uh, Proust. Well, Proust. Who can forget Proust? I mean, he, he wrote The Remembrance of Things Past. I'm remembering Proust. I'm remembering Marcel. So we don't need to ask the question well, anymore. What was your favorite character in The Remembrance of Things Past? Alain. Alain? Alain. A L A I N. Alain. What happened with. Is that a man? Yes. What happened with him? Well, he remembered. You know, there were so many events that transpired in the remembrance of things past, and they most of them took place beforehand. And then Elaine comes along and remembers them, and it's such it's so powerful when he does that. Mm. Hmm. But the judiciary process, mm -hmm. we take our cues uh, from the original constitution that Moses brought down from the top of the mountain. And in it, it says all men uh, shall be presumed innocent. I'm reading a, uh, a kind of a, what you, a synopsis of remembrance of things past. Mm. It doesn't say anything about a character named Elaine. Well, because it's a synopsis. Elaine is a very minor character. But he's my favorite character. Just gonna quickly Google. Well, there's no need to do that, actually. It, well, I wanna. Yes. I, it, past. It, there is a need to do it, but not. Elaine. Elaine. Yeah. But I do wanna talk about the judiciary. Process. Nothing. Nothing. Yes. Well, as I say, he's a very minor character mm -hmm. in the book. And it's a mm -hmm. quite, quite a long book. Mm. So. Mm. Okay. But the judiciary process says that all men, and of course this includes women, and there, there again we're butting up well, against the constraints. It's that word. It's that word. Men, all women. Men, all people is what it should it, say. It, all people. I don't, even, I don't even like 
the idea of gender anymore. I find uh, it very constricting. It's very constricting, isn't it? Right. It, it comes it comes down to a skin flap, doesn't it? Yes, Either it you does. have it or you don't. That's mm-hmm. right. And 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 some some genitalia resembles other genitalia That's regardless right. of gender. I mean, well, how, how, I mean, my uh, testicles didn't even drop until I was twenty three. Mm, yes. But the judiciary process is supposed to serve everybody equally, but we know, of course, that isn't always the case. Those with money, those with power, those with access to better representation, and there's that word. Representation, access. Are often held to a different kind of standard than the rest of us, aren't they? We, yes. Um, we think, I'm, I'm thinking now in particular about the penalties for crack cocaine versus powdered cocaine and how unfair that was in the 1980s when President Ronald Reagan said, tear down this wall, Tear down this wall, Chairman. Mr. Gorbachev. Yes. And we've seen, as a result of this unfair judiciary process, sort of stuttered attempts at tort reform. But they never seem to gain much uh, uh, headway, do they? No. And what's 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 being reformed, really, at mm. the end of the day? Tort? Mm. Are the to- are the torts actually being reformed? Not in my um, experience. And and once a tort is reformed, is doesn't it almost immediately create the need to be re- re-reformed? Well, now, like you, before- now you're speaking of another law, the law of unintended consequences. Murphy's law. Yes. If uh, if it can, the bad thing can happen. It will. Yes, yes. And there's Harris's law and Williams's law, but Murphy's law is very much caught on with zeitgeist. There's that word, zeitgeist. Yes. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. I'm I'm uh, carrying a bunch of dishes across the room thinking oh brother here we go and before you know it i've i've tripped over and broken the dishes and i think murphy's law mm-hmm. is this a is this an actual story from your life or is this a kind of made up fable yeah, an example right mm-hmm. so you know, we've people, people speak of sod's law sod's law what is that um, it's the same thing as Murphy's Law. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, we've touched on tort reform. We've touched on the judiciary process. We haven't spoken of habeas corpus. Now, why don't you briefly explain to everybody exactly what habeas corpus is? Habeas corpus, from the Latin root word habe, mm. hab, uh, to live, uh, corpus, corp, uh, corpse, corpse, a dead body. So a, a living dead body is sort of the root construction there. Uh, refers to um, the rights of uh, a person mm. um, to uh, a fair trial. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what, what? How do we, when we, when we speak of a fair trial, how do we, how do we, how do we mean well, it? What do well, we, what are, what's your definition of well, it? When, when, when you speak of it, what do you speak of? Well, I love everything that you're saying. Obviously, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a writ. 
Yes, it's a writ. It's a writ. It's a, and it's I think writ. there's no better way to say it. And I think it's a, the writ of habeas corpus. And, mm. and of course, I think the great tragedy of our 16th president, mm. Abraham Lincoln, suspending mm. habeas corpus and mm. how bad mm. that was for everybody mm. during the Civil mm. War when the North fought the South. Um, that was bad when he suspended mm. habeas corpus. And, and so we don't want to do that again. Mm, 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 mm. Because when when we do that, mm -hmm. it's terrible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Even the and you know historians historians have made the argument uh, for hundreds of years since Abraham Lincoln did that that he shouldn't have. And who am I to argue with historians? Mm. You know. It's it's now it's settled history that mm. we shouldn't have done that. Sometimes I think it should be called herstory. Well, that word his again. Yes. You say, why is it called history? It's not his. Well, history. it should be history. It could be history. History. Our our history. Yes, our history. Our history. Um, because it we is. It's shared, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Women's roles in in our street have been grievously overlooked. Mm -hmm. But when I going back to your question of habeas corpus, I, I think what I what I want to say is, and I what I said I, I I stand by. But if I could just be a little bit more specific, I, I think habeas corpus is a writ requiring a person under arrest to be brought before a judge or into court, especially to secure the person's release unless lawful grounds are shown for their detention. I think that's what I meant to say. Well, you said it. I mean, you said it. I think you said it better the first time because you, you used fewer words. Right. You said a fair trial, and that's what yes. that is. Um, but thank you for expounding on that and, and, and considering your words a little bit more carefully. I mean, mm -hmm. of course, when we speak of the law, we speak of this legalese, this kind of, mm -hmm. uh, this kind of abundance of words. The, the, this, the minutia. Ugh, the minutia. Don't even remind me of the minutia. But we've done a good job, I think, of covering the law and questions of tort reform, judiciary process, habeas corpus, and beyond. We didn't really touch on the beyond part so um, much. I, I accuse you of. Uh, of I, <laughs> I, I, accuse. I, I accuse us of, of reaching our 80% number. I plead I, guilty. Uh, <laughs> as, I, I, this is a citizen's arrest, Michael Ian Black. This is a citizen's well, there's arrest. There's that word again citizens, all members of society. Um, well, as we conclude today and as we turn to our study groups, uh, perhaps there are some barristers among you who can shed a little bit more light on these subjects. You can thumb through your legal books and uh, help us all pass the bar, as it were, as we consider the law, questions of tort reform, the judiciary process, habeas corpus, and beyond. Until next time, Michael Showalter, I declare this court adjourned. <laughs> See you next time, Mike. Hello. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. Please help us get the word out about the show by writing us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you'd like to write to us a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you.
This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.